Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast created exclusively to help you transform your thinking to show up powerfully and authentically in your life and in your business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. On this show, we talk about how to tap into the power of your mind, release bad habits, eliminate fear and the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. We dive deep into cultivating the success mindset that you need for a life of abundance, health, and happiness. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, helping my clients figure out what is wrong. You know, sometimes you just don't know. You know something's wrong, but you don't know what it is. I can help you. At the end of the show, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me. But for now, let's get into today's podcast. Are you being a nasty witch or a freaking ogre? Well, are you? Ever had one of those days where you're crabby, irritable, unhappy, downright nasty in your mind? You're like, F this, F that, F everything. You're just like in a real crappy mood. Ever had one of those days? Most people have. Look, we all have bad days, right? However, if you have a string of bad days or it starts getting kind of like chronic, well, that's a sign that something's going on. And in my opinion, it's usually that you're not getting your needs met or you're not getting your wants met. And what you need to do is you need to Take some time to figure that out. We're all trying to get our wants and needs met. But first, we need to be clear about what they are. So again, the first step is to step away and take some time. We lead such busy lives. For most of us, there's so much we have to do, so much we need to think about, so many people we need to take care of. And oftentimes, our own connection with ourselves gets lost in the mix. We can become so disconnected from ourselves, and I think that's what's happening in our society. So easy to, when you have alone time or when you have nothing to do, so easy to just pull out that phone or lose yourself in Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu or Disney Plus or whatever your favorite streaming platform is, right? Most of us are a collection of many different wants, needs, and desires, pulling us in many different directions. Of all the things that I hear in my office, this is the most common. One part of me wants this, and another part of me wants that. Usually one part is unhappy with the other part because it's not doing what the first part wants it to do, like quitting smoking or being more motivated or being better or doing this thing you think you should do. Can you relate? I can. And this is overwhelming, this conflict within ourselves. I should be this. I should be that. What do I really need? What do I really want? We don't know a lot of the time. And if you throw job and family responsibilities into the mix, things can get pretty complicated. It's easy to avoid thinking about something within us that needs attention until we can no longer ignore it. In my opinion, many people really don't know who they are, because they've never spent much time with themselves. And if you don't know who you are, 
How can you know what you want? How can you know what you need? Taking time for you, being with yourself, can be one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself because it results in self-knowledge. It's a way to honor yourself as well as honor your wants and needs and to get clear about what those are. I would suggest to you this is not a luxury. It's a necessity. However, we spend so much time taking care of other people, doing what other people want us to do, what other people need us to do. And many times we put ourselves last. Even if we don't want to, it seems like there's just no time to be with ourselves and even think. Particularly for like professional women, women that work, women that have families, kids, women that take care of the household, women that have husbands. I hear this all the time from professional women. Like, I'm last on the list. I have no time whatsoever for what I want and what I need. And it's not just professional women, but these are the kind of people that come to me mostly. If you're in a relationship such as marriage, that relationship grows out of time spent with each other. If you have kids, an effort needs to be made to nurture that relationship by spending time with your kids. In any kind of relationship, that relationship is built and cultivated by spending time with that person or those people. In the same way, it's necessary to develop a relationship with yourself by spending time with yourself, and hopefully doing something you enjoy. But let's acknowledge that sometimes it's not enjoyable to ask ourselves, am I getting what I need? Am I getting what I want? Am I happy? Because the answer might be no. And if that's the answer, guess what? Now we can no longer avoid it and we have to do something about it. We all have responsibilities, things we need to do, places we need to be. So the idea of taking time to yourself might appear to be even impossible if downright ridiculous and unnecessary, maybe. Yet the whole idea of transformation, and that's what I'm all about, the whole, of, well, the whole idea of transformation involves moving towards freedom and away from constraint. To be free means you have a choice, a choice as to who you want to be, and what you want to do. And it's easy to get caught up in being who you think you should be, according to someone else's standards. And I've talked a lot about this in previous podcasts. The idea of overwhelm, becoming so overwhelmed by thoughts in our mind. I even did a post about uh, a, a podcast about You know, are you a zombie, right? Just kind of mindlessly going from day to day, like brains, where's my brains, right? Like the walking dead. Never taking time for yourself to do what you enjoy or like to do. This is what results in irritability, stress, tension, and becoming difficult to live with for yourself as well as others. I have a wife. I have kids. These are relationships that need time and attention, lots of it. My relationship with myself also needs time and attention. Most of the time I get along with me, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm critical of me or I'm downright mean to me or careless with me and my own self-care. And it can get so bad that sometimes I end up not liking myself very much. Ever been there? 
at, the, at those times, I need to do some work. I need to sit down and say, okay, Ted, what's going on here? Just like a best friend would do for you. It's better to be your own best friend. If, you, if you're upset with your friend and that relationship is important, then you'll eventually want to have a conversation with that friend to resolve whatever it is that's coming between you. But first you need to spend time with that friend and go to them and say, hey, what's going on here? How can we make it better? I'm kind of talking around the bush a little bit. But the point I'm trying to make is we need to step away sometimes and figure out what's going on inside of us so we can make the changes we need to make to be happier and healthier and just have a better experience of life. So here's some ideas. First and foremost, check in with your own self-care. Are you eating? Are you sleeping? Are you getting outside? Are you getting some exercise? I just earlier today saw an Instagram post of an interview with Pete Davidson. I don't know if you know who he is. He's the guy on Saturday Night Live. I don't really watch Saturday Night Live, but he's been in the news a lot because he's been having some problems, some emotional and mental health problems. And so he said in this, in this interview that I saw on Instagram that he wakes up depressed and that he's always been depressed. And he has to go outside and walk around and get the sun shining on him. He has to get outside. He takes steps to pull himself out of that depression so he can do the work that he likes to do. So check in with your own self-care and ask yourself, you know, are the fundamentals in place, eating, sleeping, exercise? Ask yourself, am I getting what I need? Am I getting what I want? And if I'm not, am I asking for these things from myself or from others? That's hard sometimes. We'd rather not rock the boat, right? We'd rather keep the peace rather than say, look, I'm not getting what I need from you, whether it's your boss or your spouse or your kids. Sometimes it's just easier to shut up. For me, it's easier to clean the kitchen by myself rather than go to my kids and say, hey, can you help me out here a little bit? Because I always clean the kitchen. So I wonder if you can ask yourself, am I getting what I need? Am I getting what I want? And be honest with yourself. Learn to be comfortable with yourself. Learn to enjoy your own company. It's not so easy if you're not used to it. The constant need sometimes to be with others can be an addiction. And it can also be a distraction from what ails you deep inside. If you can't be comfortable by yourself, then you're not connected with yourself. It takes time, takes practice. You can learn to be comfortable by yourself and not feel lonely. And if you are lonely when you're by yourself, then that's something you might want to look at. Like, why? Is being with me such a lonely experience? That's a good question to ask. You can take a walk. You can read a book. You can go to a park or a museum, taking time to rejuvenate yourself, calm your mind. It might even mean taking a day off work or going on a retreat. Get a massage. This is incredibly therapeutic. 
a therapeutic massage. If you've never had a massage, I invite you to go get one. If it's been a long time since you've gotten a massage, by all means, get yourself one. Another very powerful thing you can do is journaling. Now, a lot of people have kind of negative associations with journaling. It's nothing you need to save. You can just, just the idea of getting your thoughts on paper can be helpful. But journaling is a great way to get intimate with your thoughts and feelings. Very often when you start journalizing, journaling, you'll realize, wow, I'm really angry. Or I'm really resentful or I'm really sad. Or, man, I'm still hanging on to that thing that happened a long time ago. And those are good things to know. Because those are the things that'll, all it takes is one trigger, right? For you to all of a sudden turn into that freaking witch or freaking ogre. Reach out and ask for help. Psychotherapy. Hypnotherapy is a very effective way to get present to what's going on in your head and in your life. Talking to a friend, a priest, or a counselor is also time that you can give yourself to explore your inner life, which is the most important part of your life. You get that? Everything you see around you is a reflection of your inner life. So it requires attention and care. I'm a big fan of mindfulness practices like yoga, meditation, but exercise, getting out, connecting with your body. So often we're up in our head, so connected from what we're really feeling till it's too late. Take yourself out to dinner. It's amazing to me how many people can't go out by themselves and eat by themselves. Get used to it. Treat yourself. Or take a drive just to drive and listen to music. The point is to step away. Do the hard work of being with yourself. Be honest with yourself. And there's, if there's something going on within you that is kind of crappy to look at it, Look at it anyway. Figure it out. You'd be amazed at the positive changes that can take place by just taking a good long look at yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly. In our busy world, a lot of people won't do this until a crisis occurs, and then taking time might be a short stay in the hospital. It doesn't have to come to that. Give yourself what you need on a regular basis as often as you can, and you'll not only notice that people will want to spend more time with you, but you'll be happier with yourself. Like yourself better and spend more time with yourself. Then you only need to be an ogre or a witch at Halloween. I hope this conversation was helpful for you today. It's a difficult time right now. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. And we are called to be more solid and more connected with ourselves and our truths than we've been called to do that in a long time. We don't want to be part of the problem. We want to be part of the solution by being as healthy, as strong, and as clear in our minds as we possibly can. So let me leave you with a quote by the Dalai Lama. If you feel burnout, setting in. If you feel demoralized and exhausted, it is best for the sake of everyone to withdraw and restore yourself. That's the Dalai Lama. Thank you so much for listening. Remember that you can read a blog post of this podcast at tedmoreno.com slash blog. 
And if you want to talk, if you want a complimentary phone consultation to find out if what I do, hypnotherapy, is the right path for you, go to tedmoreno.com contact. Send me an email. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. We'll talk. I'll answer any of your questions. And if you're ready, we can schedule a hypnotherapy session. Thanks so much again for listening. Take good care of yourself. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. If bad habits, fears, and limiting beliefs are keeping you from the success you want, then it might be time to change your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. And we will see you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast podcast.